molecular decimation breakdown and reformation is inherently purging. Where our greatest creations meet our deepest fears. Something went wrong, Seth. When you went through, something went wrong. You are about to go beyond that limit. That was a good trailer. I like that one. It was pretty good. Yeah. They threw in a lot of the end sequence, though. I know. And that, I feel like they is... shouldn't have shown him in fly makeup. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm Kevin. I'm Jake. And this is Movie Matters. Today, we're talking about the 1986 film The Fly, continuing with our horror kick in October. Uh, spooky season. And uh, this movie fucked me up. <laughs> I told you that before, like, because I, I watched it a couple months ago for the first time ever, and then just rewatched it uh, for our podcast. But when I first watched it, the movie stuck with me for like weeks. I don't know. Well, like, tell me about your experience, Jake. Um, so I had seen it a long time ago. Um, is I had seen the original fly from the fifties, 58 or something like that. Um, and then, and then, uh, when I found out there's a remake, I watched, you know, this one and, uh, they're very different. Um, even like the, the plots are almost not, not, not at all similar. Um, so like it, it's different enough that it, I guess it kind of warrants, you know, a remake. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, I understood, uh, why you'd <laughs> be bummed out at the end of it. It's, yeah. It's a pretty, pretty upsetting ending. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, to me, this movie is not, not quite horror. Um, at least not in the scary sense. It's more like maybe psychological horror combined with like grotesque horror. Um, it really pushes the boundary on nasty stuff. <laughs> it's uh yeah, for sure. It's, it's body horror for sure. Yeah. Like, yes. That's yeah. what it heavily relies on. In my opinion, from mm -hmm. the makeup, this movie, we just talked about, uh, last week, an American Werewolf in London, that winning the Oscar for Best Makeup. This movie also won the Best Oscar for Makeup as well. Um, Well-deserved, because the makeup in this movie is insane. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cronen David Cronenberg directed this, and he is known for being pretty gruesome with a lot of his movies and, like, bloody. Um, he's a good director. Uh, he did uh, more recent movies for people that are, uh, you know, familiar with with his newer work is uh, he did a history of violence, which is really good with Vigo Mortensen. He also did uh, Eastern promises, which is really good. Um, I think he's a good director. Some of his stuff is hit or miss this. Uh, I love it. I love the movie. It's just depressing as all hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it, it, it's a really well done movie. Um, there's a, a lot of, interesting elements to it um that are kind of introduced throughout the movie and like really kind of ratchet up the 
like uh, emotional tension, I guess, <laughs> between the characters, like even with you as an audience member. Um, oh yeah. So like, yeah, it it plays a lot with your emotions and and does a pretty good job of it. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, and it's it's a pretty simple production if you think about it, because it's just three characters really. There's no yeah. other side characters for the most part. It takes place in like three locations mm-hmm. and it's it's almost like a stage play and yeah yeah gold bloom's acting is also very kind of shakespearean and he always you know points with his finger and you know <laughs> this and that and that's how like he talks and it's very kind of almost opera-ish it's interesting yeah as he like continues through the transformation he kind of gets more and more like um exaggerated and like his movements and his speaking and like that kind of stuff which i think is pretty cool um and like he does he does do a really good job of shifting from a very like shy mild-mannered quiet scientist into this like asshole that's like on this like (laughs) quest for power which is like really really well done and like he he does a great job of like gradually ratcheting that up throughout the movie until the the ending where he's kind of back to just being like meek and like uh you know basically uh to the point of begging for help you know (laughs) yeah among other things yeah um (laughs) Uh, yeah, Goldblum is acting is absolutely awesome in this movie. It's funny to see kind of, you know, stars in their young early days and how different they look like his teeth are crooked in this. And like, you know, that's kind of before he really hit it big. Uh, and before Jurassic has, Park. Yes. Uh, he, you know, he was poised to be nominated for an Oscar for this movie. I read and the Academy just doesn't favor horror movies. They never really have. Yeah. And it's disappointing because again, his performance is excellent in this. It's excellent. (laughs) Even Gina Davis is great. And John Getz, like they're the three main characters and they're all great, but Goldblum obviously stands out. Uh, Especially like you said, with his, his ratcheting up and his, you know, little ticks where he's, you know, twitching his head and, you know, he, he like, it's like a fly. It's, it's, awesome yeah there's a lot of like little things he does that like gradually are like kind of like allude to the fact that he's changing like and they're very subtle at first and then over time become more and more obvious and like uh hard to kind of uh sweep away or brush away is like a one-off weird thing that he did <laughs> you know or like early on he might do like some weird like scratching or something then later on it's like he's just sitting there like picking at his skin you know <laughs> like while he's like sitting and talking and you know it's like yeah really really cool stuff really um it, another detail oriented movie that that's oh, yeah. that's well done yeah Agreed. Um, I mean, the, the whole buildup of it all with the pods, the pods in general are super cool. The computer, yeah. like, it doesn't, I mean, obviously the computer is a little out of date, but, like, it seems 
so modern and like it's just a cool design with those pods well, and it's voice activated yeah which is like it keeps it i think relevant in like a weird way um so yeah yeah lots of like very futuristic things but also not so futuristic that it's like not believable uh you know like uh, yeah it's well well it struck a good balance between sci-fi yes. and like just being like completely ridiculous and <laughs> no yeah. like no one would buy it you know it's very grounded sci-fi yeah right. very grounded sci-fi for sure for sure um the whole you know uh transmitting the the baboon from one pod to the next and it comes up that scene is absolutely disgusting and like scarred me for life where it shows the baboon inside out that was it's so disgusting yeah and like i i have a pretty high tolerance yeah i have a high tolerance for that stuff and that stuff like again the movie fucked me up (laughs) it was gross and then you know i mean that the all the effects in this movie are great oh um and like really uh like you know you said that cronenberg's kind of known for being like grotesque and bloody um i feel every instance of that was well deserved in this movie um because you're trying to tell what ultimately is a grotesque story um, yeah. So I, f- I feel like nothing was necessarily overdone. Um, but like, I, I have a feeling that a lot of people would have a hard time stomaching a lot of <laughs> the things in yeah. this movie. So, yeah. But it, it, that's kind of the point, I think, you know. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, gratuitous grotesqueness. Yeah. <laughs> there's not, there's not a, you know, it is, it's grotesque, but I wouldn't, like, I agree. It's not overly gory it's just it's if you think about it, there's not a ton of gore in general for the most part it's yeah, more no. shock factor and like stuff falling apart yeah <laughs> pieces right. of people falling apart specifically goldblum's character yeah um, and it, it it never lingers too long either on on that stuff which i think is helps especially for people who have to like look away and you know can't can't necessarily stare at an inside out monkey for more than like a second yeah <laughs> so you know like but I, I i do think it it is well balanced in in terms of pushing you to be uncomfortable without mm-hmm. making you f- get like sick you know like or yeah. or uh or ma- make the movie unwatchable yeah um did you watch this with your wife yeah i did she what? left halfway through <laughs> no yeah she's like nah i can't watch this anymore (laughs) yeah see it's not for everyone but it's it's brutal so um yeah the whole the whole gradual process of him transforming into the fly and his skin deteriorating his fingernails falling off you know uh his ear falling off all these you know, his skin like bubbling and getting all gross and like pimply. It's, it's a lot of, it's a metaphor for disease, cancer. Some people even say it's a metaphor for AIDS and the AIDS pandemic or epidemic, because 
that was happening and it was in full force around this time in the 80s. And it's also a metaphor for the aging process. That's mainly what Cronenberg was going for is the aging process and disease and how it takes you over and changes who you ultimately are, which is crazy. And they do a great job of showing that in this movie. Yeah. I think the other subtext to this is uh, like power where like when he discovers that he has this like new, new strength and like stamina, he just continually abuses it and keeps seeking out more and more. Um, it's, it's like a good metaphor for, for, you know, like, <clears throat> I don't know what you'd want to classify it as like, you know, uh, the, the obsessive seeking of, of more and more power, you know, uh, through whatever means necessary. I think a good scene that kind of defines that too is like kind of early-ish on during his transformation is where he goes and arm wrestles the guy in the bar and just breaks the guy's wrist. Yeah. That and scene is just, just walks like, away. Yeah. Like, and takes the girl and the girl's like, okay, yeah, <laughs> sure. I'll go with you. Take me to your random ass warehouse in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, the movie opens with that. Gina Davis goes, you know, by and she, she kind of says, oh, like, this is a little strange, but yeah. still sticks with it. Um, I just find that whole thing funny. Like, obviously, no sane woman is going to go to some random warehouse with a stranger. Right. Ever. No. <laughs> I'd hope not. Yeah. For their sake. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but, I mean, obviously, it's a movie and it helps drive the plot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the, that whole scene where Gina Davis goes back because, you know, uh, Goldblum is looking for like a woman that can keep up with his lifestyle. And cause he's crazy and high energy now. And she's like, be afraid, be very afraid. That's become such a common, you know, almost pop culture line. And mm -hmm. I didn't know it was from this movie. Yeah, I didn't know that either. That's the tagline of the movie. And it's, it actually came, it's comical who came up with it. It's Mel Brooks, like yeah. guy from Spaceballs and Blazing Saddles. <laughs> he was actually an uncredited, yeah, he's an uncredited producer on this movie. He helped get it made. And he, oh, so he didn't take credit. Because he didn't want people to be like, oh, it's a Mel, Gro Mel Brooks uh, movie. I'm not going to take it seriously. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So, kind of funny because it ties into our last review on American uh, uh, Werewolf in London, where it's like John Landis is known for comedy. And, again, a lot of people went in thinking it's a comedy, and yeah. they got, you know, blood and guts. Uh, <laughs> with this, it's, it's good that he didn't uh, take credit for it. He also mm -hmm. did... Uh, he was uncredited as a producer on... The Elephant Man, which again is on our list. I mentioned huh. in our last one. And it's another kind of makeup centric movie that started the whole Oscar, uh, you know, trophy for those. It's, you know, it started all best makeup for Oscars. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, yeah, I, that that's a good decision. I, I think a, a lot of people would not have taken either of those seriously if... <laughs> It yeah. had Mel Brooks's name on him. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Because it's all he's known for is comedy. Yeah, right. So, 
Um, but yeah, let's let's talk more about the makeup and him trans mm-hmm. transforming. That's it's so well done and so disturbing, and <laughs> it's very practical. It's all practical. Like yeah. him even walking on the ceiling is practical. Um, him the whole vomiting and it's acid vomit, like because that's what flies do is when they land they throw up and try and digest the food, and him doing that is insane in this movie. Yeah, yeah, and it's he really uses cool. it as a weapon. Yeah, yeah, he uses it as a weapon to melt Stathis Barans. By the way, John gets his character Stathis Barans. What a name! Who, yeah, like Cronenberg's <laughs> a weird dude. I think in general, uh, like even Martin Scorsese was like, "You look like a Beverly Hills plastic surgeon." When he met him, <laughs> like the guy's the guy looks creepy too. I don't know if you ever seen a picture of him. I've never like, seen. He came up with that name, hundred percent, and it's just a goofy ass <laughs> name. Like, who the fuck? What? What kind of name is that? Well, even uh, Goldblum's character is Seth Brundle. Brundle, yeah, which is also a weird name. <laughs> Brundlefly. Well, he named it. Brundlefly. He wanted to name it after a race car driver, uh, Martin Brundle. Which oh, in the huh, sequel, in the sequel, the son is named Martin Brundle. Hmm, and okay. speaking of that, I've not seen the sequel, but like. The whole scene, so Gina Davis's character gets pregnant in this, and she's, yeah. you know, worried about it being, uh, you know, genetically fucked up and <laughs> have the fly <laughs> DNA in it. And then that whole nightmare scene where she bursts the larva yeah, is yeah. disgusting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty nasty. <laughs> like, the, the another scene that comes to mind for me in another movie is... Prometheus, the alien movie. Oh yeah, uh, Ridley Scott, the newer one, where she births the alien and yeah. like, or gets the like abortion, cutting open her stomach, like the C-section, if you will, the emergency C-section. Disgusting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So very interesting. Um, Goldblum wasn't really well known, like I said, for this movie, and the uh, producers actually had. Like they were opposed to him starring in this, um, and because because he wasn't a bankable star, and this movie did well at the box office. It had a low budget, and it made good money, um, and it spawned sequels. And they were, you know, Chris Wallace, the guy who did the effects work on this and all the makeup, was worried about Goldblum's face. <laughs> because it's he's got big ears, he's got a big nose, he's got very big characteristics, and he's like, the smaller someone's face, the better it is to work. And they got yeah, yeah. Goldblum, who has a big face, and it's just funny. And uh, Goldblum even suggested to him and Gina Davis were dating at the time, and he suggested for for Gina Davis to play the love interest in this. And Cronenberg was like hesitant because he's like, I don't want to work with a couple like that never works out well in Hollywood. But she read for the role and they read other people and they're like, yeah, there's no question. Like she's, she's it. She's the one. So pretty cool. Uh, I think yeah, that's a that's fun little fact. Yeah. Um, just again, the whole transformation it's Brundle goes through. I read that Brundle goes through like the stages of grief during all his transformation, which is interesting. It's cool. Like denial. He refuses to believe anything is wrong. Yeah. Then, you know, he, he believes that he's improved again, him going and breaking the guy's wrist. 
um, and him doing all those acrobatics in the in his in his house. Uh, right. Anger, he becomes short tempered. Uh, fear, he's afraid to see his body starting to deteriorate. He's putting mm-hmm. his you know teeth and stuff in the Natural <clears throat> History Museum of Brundle. Yeah, and uh, then uh, bargaining, he attempts to arrest the process by fusing with another life form where he wants right. to, you know, fuse with Gina Davis and then acceptance at the end where he begs for death, which is yeah. again, that's the most, that's oh, so depressing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the end scene too is one of the coolest effects oh, yeah. moments in the movie where yeah. he's like this big giant, like, almost like the hunchback of Notre Dame looking thing. And like, Mm -hmm. as he's trying to drag Gina Davis, like into the pods, like his body just starts molting. And then he turns into like a fly man with like a real fly face. And like, it's like got the little things that are like moving in his mouth and stuff. And she rips his jaw off. (laughs) Just throws it on the floor. Yeah. Like lots of, uh, really cool effects that, um, like really, I think bump up the, the climax of the movie in like a really punchy kind of way, um, that make, make it really like impactful. Agreed. Agreed. My review, my like one sentence review of this was my jaw is on the floor, just like Jeff Goldblum's. (laughs) (laughs) It's literally my review of this movie. Um, Yeah, it's, you know, and then his his wig literally gets split and like the, the bug head comes out of it. Yeah. Which is so crazy. And then, you know, the legs come out of the Like the flesh just like melts off. It's, oh, it's crazy. And then speaking of melting, like I said, he, he, he vomits on, <laughs> which again, vomiting in general is just disgusting. Yeah. And then it melting someone's hand and yeah. that process of how they melted it down is super cool. And then mm. his leg and it's just crazy, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. The, the effects of the melting were like super well done. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the hand is pretty cool, um, but there's a little little shot where he he kind of barfs on the leg off frame and then they show it for a second you can like see the bone as it's like disintegrating it's it's actually a pretty cool effect um yeah agreed i mean it's very gruesome very grotesque but not insanely bloody like we said it's just yeah, no. it's 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 like gross factor it's body horror Right, yeah. Yeah, lots of, like, nails falling off, teeth falling out, ear falling off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Things just Uh, falling off all over the place. (laughs) Yeah, and then in the end, he goes, tries to go into the pod to re, you know, assimilate with Gina Davis, the baby, and himself. But he ends up, you know, mutating with the machine. And he falls out and then he's crawling and he just grabs the shotgun with his insect claw and pulls it up to his head. And then she blows off his head. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. the movie just ends. Mm-hmm. It's so depressing. It's again, it's kind of like the last movie we just reviewed in American werewolf in London where the movie, you know, like main character dies and it just ends. Yeah. Well, like I, I think, um, it's the right thing to do in oh, yeah. like to these kinds of horror movies, especially yeah. when 
the the theme of the movie is some sort of like um unreversible negative transformation or transition and like just end it and yeah. no no like bullshit afterwards of trying to tie like up yeah. the in a bow or something like no like it's it's supposed to be uh emotionally grabbing and shocking you know movie yeah. and it does it blow his head off end the movie <laughs> <laughs> character's dead there's no more yeah, yeah. there's nothing else right um, yeah <laughs> you know they they did for test audiences they had the ending where uh Gina Davis's gets back together with John uh Getz's character Stathis and the audience was like I don't want to see that and like even no. Goldblum was like fuck that like yeah. It's not what this movie's about. No. And cuz like frankly, it's not like it's kind of odd to say, but like it's the the, the movie's like I don't know how to how to put it, but like it's not really about the relationship between Goldblum and and Gina Davis. It's more about the like the the penultimate moment between them where it ends, <laughs> you know, if you like, love something, set it free. Yeah. And right. Blow it's fucking head off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not a, like, um, like, I, I don't know how to really describe it, but like, it's not about like their relationship really. It's, it's kind of bigger than that. Yeah, in, it's, in a way. it's all about him um, and him coming out of his shell, but then the shell is a bug, and he's <laughs> metamorphosed right, yeah. into a into a giant fucking fly. Yeah, um, it, 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 I think the yeah the best way to describe it is that the movie's not about their relationship; it's more about his transformation as yeah. a person. And I like that. I like that. Yeah, I think it's right. It's very well done. Um, it's like, it's, frankly, it would have been super boring if this was just a love story. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. With, like, gross, gross shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know, like. It was the secondary story, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I like that. It wasn't, you know, as prominent. Um, there were scenes that were deleted that they deleted them because it was they were too gruesome. Apparently, there was a cat and baboon fused together from the pods. And then... Goldblum's character beats it to death with a pipe <laughs> and yeah. And they, I read that they, they're like, yeah, we, you know, when someone kills a an, too an animal, they can't really relate or connect to the character anymore. So we mm-hmm. took that out. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. I agree. Like again, the monkey being it, the baboon, excuse me, being inside out was a lot for me. I don't like seeing yeah. any animals get hurt. Uh, it's I mean, obviously it's a movie, but still, um, well, and that that's actually a key right after that is like a very key moment because he does show a lot of remorse for, oh, yeah. for that failure. And like, that's one of the last times where we see him actually exude like a human kind of reaction to something. Oh, I guess that's not true because he gets jealous and that's why he, at the end of the day he goes into the machine. Um, yeah. But I, I do think that that's kind of a powerful moment because he doesn't go in 
to try and like advance society or, you know, do some kind of scientific discovery. He goes in there cause he's trying to prove a point, <laughs> yeah. you know, either to himself reasons. or yeah. To, to, uh, Gina Davis's character. So yeah, yeah very much a, a good, um, like, uh, point of like uh like starting point of his transformation where it starts in like a negative place Agreed. and then like progresses from there Agreed. another scene that was deleted is apparently there's a lady in an alley and he just vomits on her and kills her <laughs> <laughs> and they took that out too so uh, they want and i'm glad they did <laughs> so, <laughs> They want it, you know. They want you to relate to the character, and they don't want right. him to kill people, like because he doesn't kill anyone; he just hurts people. Um, yeah. So I'm glad they took that stuff out. And it's a it's a quick watch. Uh, it's it's entertaining. It's depressing as all hell. It fucked me up. Um, I, I I've watched it twice. It hit more the first time for sure. Yeah. Um, but I I would. I think it's a good movie to watch this this Halloween season, and uh, I, I recommend it. I mean, most of the movies we've been watching, like I said, we, they're they're good, and we we like them. And I mean, that's the reason we're watching these is we're picking these supposed classics and supposed great movies, and we want people to revisit them or visit them if they haven't before. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Overall, right. good movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Looking forward to the rest of this month because i think uh next one neither of us have seen either right which one are we doing spoiler pumpkin alert. head oh yeah okay i've yeah i've not seen it and i hear it's awesome yeah I'm excited so for that'll that be good um then after that i think we're doing uh the, the thing? thing i think so which is we've both seen i think several yeah. times because it's so yeah. good um yep and then uh, we're gonna end the month on the shining which yeah. is like one of the best ever. So yeah, cool. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to that and I hope you guys are too. And, uh, thanks for listening. Yep. See you guys. Take care.